there. And then Snap goes, coughs it up. There's a score! Artemi Panarin buries it! Welcome into this playoff edition of the CBJ Frontline Podcast. This is Adam Collins, and I'm joined by Owen Mayhew, as always. Um, first, let's start off with a little recap. Blue Jackets sweeping the Tampa Bay Lightning. We didn't get around to doing a podcast on that, um, but it, it was a big win. Big time upset. Yeah, we're hoping that we don't uh, do any jinxing my banking one today. So let's jump right in uh, with this series against the Boston Bruins. Um, we're going to give our predictions a little later, answer some Twitter questions. But first, um, do you have any X factors um, for this series? Yeah, uh, I really think Brandon Dubinsky played very well last series against uh, the Lightning. He won 60% of his faceoffs, which overall was great for us. I mean, he he's not the doobie of old that's going to come out and just score big goals for us at key moments. Um, but he's going to come out and play with a lot of grit. And against Boston, you're going to need that. Um, for me, I'm going to have to go with the young Frenchman, Alexander Texier. Uh, coming up big, uh, Tex is just playing great lately. Um, I think he had two goals last series, maybe more. I don't know where he's been the whole season. We could have used him. Right. Um, Doesn't matter now. <laughs> yeah, but if he can get us a couple goals and just keep grinding the way he is, I mean, he's going to be a great player for the Blue Jackets in the future. Um, and then also what we wanted to get into was some, not our X factors, but guys that just need to play well, some key guys. I mean, to me, it's the third and fourth line. Like, I feel our uh, first and second line, our power play units, carried us through that Tampa Bay Lightning series, which is great because that's what we needed. We need our big players to step up at key times like this. And uh, against the Bruins, I mean, that first line, they're going to have Bergeron out there and... I'm really worried about whoever's going to be matched up with him. He's such a good defender. Like he's obviously like the best mm-hmm. defensive centerman in the league. It's tough to play against. But uh, our third and fourth lines are, are the Blue Jackets have far more depth than the Bruins, and I really think they need to step it up. Yeah, compared to our star players. And you were talking about earlier when we were uh, talking about what we were going to discuss here, and you're saying you're never going to outgrit the Bruins. No. Um, that we're just going to have to play our game, battle on the boards, out try to out-hustle them, but they're going to try to get in our heads. Yeah, and the, you don't want that to happen. Like The Lightning thought they were far better than you, which, I mean, statistically they were, but it doesn't matter anymore. The Bruins are not going to come in thinking, oh, the Blue Jackets are just the same old Blue Jackets. We're going to come out and we're going to beat the crap out of them. It's not going to happen. They just played it a very high, intense game seven. They're ready to go. Uh, one guy that's good at getting under uh, people's skins would be Brad Marchand. Do you have any thoughts on that? I mean, a lot of people hate Brad Marchand because of his ability to get under people's skins, but he's actually a really talented player uh, like beyond the trash talk. Um, and the Blue Jackets can't go out and think, oh, well, we need to get in Brad's head because that's just not going to happen. I mean, he, he might get a bad penalty or two, but even if you don't get in his head, he's still going to come out and he's going to bring it. But, like... I'm more worried that he's going to try to get in our star players' heads. He's going to try to mess with Panarin, Cam, Duchesne, those guys. And I, I hope Josh Anderson comes out and just lays body all series. Josh Anderson's going to lay out Zdeno Charles. We Watch need that. My word. Tyler Ennis did it. Why can't Josh? Yeah. Um, so we had someone on Twitter ask us about our predictions for the series. I know we're a little leery about this because we don't want to jinx anything since we didn't even do our podcast <laughs> last series. 
But uh, I'm just going to go with a bold statement here. Not, I mean, I tweeted out CBJ and four for the Tampa Bay series, so you can trust me. Um, I've got this in the bag. I'm going to say CBJ and five, take it home. I, I'd i love to say CBJ and five. I'm going to go with the Jackets. I really do think they're going to win. Um, I don't think Boston is prepared. Everyone's talking about how, oh, well, the Blue Jackets have had eight days off. They've had a lot of rest and they think that uh, the intensity level won't be there, which I disagree with. I think Boston playing in a game seven is and having to play with such a high intensity level that they're going to come and like shallow down after that. And they're going to play slow in game one and we're just going to have to come out and outpace them. Um, I'm going to go jackets and six. I really don't want to play a game seven in Boston. I can see that game six would be in Nationwide Arena. That would be an insane atmosphere. Just got to steal one of the first two games. That's key. Yep. Uh, another question we had was on uh, Nudavara and Murray's health for the series. Um, Nudavara is a no-go for tonight. Read that from Brian Hedger. and But he did travel with the team to Boston, so he's close. I think he will play in the series as well. Or, um, as opposed to Murray, uh, didn't travel. I, I doubt he plays. Yeah, at the practice the other day, um, I was surprised to see Nudavara not out there. But it's good to hear that he traveled with the team. I really think he's a good player for us, and I want him to step back in the lineup as soon as possible. Um, it's more important to me that Ryan Murray gets healthy because I thinking that we can beat Boston, it would be a big stretch for us to have Murray come back in the conference finals. Um I actually was very impressed with the way Gavrikov played in the practice. Mm-hmm. Now, I know it's still practice, but it was supposed to be a high-intense game for them, and he, he played well. Uh, I really don't want to mess up with our lineups right now, but I wouldn't be upset to see him replace someone. Yeah, um, we're going to go with the same lineups as Game 4, which makes sense. Um, so Gavrikov, I believe he's with the team in Boston, but he will not dress tonight, will not make his NHL debut and then another defenseman, Adam McQuaid, who's out with concussion, also didn't travel. Yeah, Bruins with the team. fans are talking about they're excited to see Adam McQuaid play, which tells you how much they watch the Blue Jackets. So next thing we want to jump into was goalie matchups. Owen uh, is going to break it down for us. Okay, so the big thing, um, Sergey Bobrovsky is not a predictable goaltender. He can come out one day and play lights out. You're not going to beat him anywhere, and then the next day show up as a completely different goalie. Whereas Tuca is a predictable goaltender. He's very good, definitely top five in the league. But the one game, like the one part of his game that he struggles with is side to side. He's a very good, like as in his position. But if you can get him moving side to side pass, everything like that, he struggles with it. And a lot, if you watch the Leafs versus the Bruins, a lot of their goals were on two on ones or power play situations where they got Tuca to move. And that's the way it's always been with him. I remember it was either last year or like a couple years ago that the defenseman completely lost faith in Tuca because of the way he was playing. And if we could just come out hot in game one, get him moving side to side, which the Blue Jackets do a very good job of, we could rattle him in game one and hopefully take control of over Tuca in the game or the series. I know how the uh, Tampa series went when we went down 3-0. I'd like to not experience that again because I was just – I even I went and took a shower. I was like, "Oh, this thing's done." But luckily, I had the TV on, and I yeah. didn't give up on him. But it was not looking pretty there after the first period. I mean, going into that game, that's what I expected. Uh, I think it was a big 
step for us to go down three nothing and come back from that because if if we would have lost that game, I don't think we would have won a game in the series. No, that definitely turned the tables. I mean, we outplayed them every period after that first mm-hmm. period. I'm pretty sure we didn't even trail after that three nothing deficit, which it'll be interesting to see because the Blue Jackets at a time will trail in mm-hmm. this series, and it'll be fun to see how they react to that. One last thing I wanted to talk about was uh, I'm seeing all these headlines and uh, everyone's saying Blue or Bruins set up perfect for a Stanley Cup. It's like okay. I think they're looking at the regular season matchups, which my favorite thing Torts said before the Lightning series started was, "The guys are happy that we got rid of that crap regular season are now in the playoffs." Which I've been a Blue Jackets fan the entire existence of the franchise. Thinking back five, six years even. If our head coach came in and said our crack regular season when we made the playoffs, that's it's a bold statement. Yeah, um, and uh, keep doubting the play- the Blue Jackets. Um, I love being the underdog. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the underdogs pr- fared pretty well in these playoffs. Yeah, all four uh, division winners are out. I could not believe that Carolina won last night. That was insane. Um, and then the Islanders swept the Penguins. Lots of upsets. Yeah, we all love to see the Penguins get swept. I think everyone in the NHL, except in Pittsburgh, love that. Penguins and Caps lose, and the Blue Jackets win. It doesn't get any better of a first round. So this was just a short little podcast that we wanted to do. Um, hopefully we don't screw up the Blue Jackets mojo. If so, you can blame us. Um, but you heard it here first, CBJ and 5. I called CBJ and 4 last time. Um, but we will be back for more podcasts, hopefully, as long as we don't jinx the Blue Jackets.